Hi, my name is Joseph, and welcome to part 11 of Digimon Seekers Hacker Leon WWW Airlines Flight 626. Now, before I actually get into the quote itself, I just want to quickly say I think this has probably been the most exciting part since chapter 1 or towards the end of chapter 1. I feel like so much has occurred and so much has happened uh, in terms of world building, characterization, and just pushing the narrative forward. Uh, we got two big events with this part. I think it was quite clearly. Um, what's the word? Uh, clear, that's not the word, uh, telegra telegraphed, I think it was quite telegraphed, I don't think that's the correct phrase, but I think it was obvious that Lord Ormond was going to evolve, but he did not evolve into the, uh, the, the, the route that EG was expecting. For those who have watched Digimon Adventure 1, and also Tamers, we, we know and are familiar a little bit with this plot beat. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it. I do have a lot of thoughts and we'll make sure to cover that via the quotes. So, he input a command, but EG input a command, but got no response. What on earth have become of EG's partner, Digimon? My commands aren't getting through. My tool is disconnected. Hey, Lorgamon, er, did you Digivolve? Hey, who are you? Grar. <laughs> I'm not great with sound effects. <laughs> the loud war so tit EG's ears. He was almost certain blood would start trickling out of them any minute now. He slammed his fist against a blue screen monitor in desperation. The occur, the air occurred again, but at least this time it was occupied by the bare minimum of information. Ultimate Digimon Beast Virus. EG, EG's partner had reached ultimate level. At least as far as the stats were concerned, they'd done it. The Digivolution was a success. EG kept trying to call out to the partner whose name he no longer knew, but there was no response save for the meaningless noise, which sounded like the low growls and rumbles of a beast. Logomon Digivolved. They made it to the ultimate level. Together, they would win. They did this in order to win, but this, this was this was a mistake. This thing was going, the thing was going berserk. Let me read that last part again. This was a mistake. The thing was going berserk. Uh, so I purposefully started this quote so early to read this specific portion. The loud war assaulted EG's ears. He was almost certain blood would start trickling out of them any minute. Now, personally, as a fan of horror, especially of Lovecraft and Cosmic Heart, I really enjoyed that description. Um, one cool aspect that we're seeing of this slightly more mature uh, way of delivering the story is that we're able to have, well, slightly mature uh, depictions of events such as this. This has occurred before where a uh, where Chikado's partner, uh, I forgot his name specifically, but he also turned into a serpent-like Digimon as well. And uh, Taichi's partner, when they both Digivolve, uh, the Skull Greymon and the other Dig uh, Geomon's Dark Digivolution, they, they emit this hideous sound, right? But because it's a kid's uh, format, they can't, they being the animators, they can't really show well, blood coming up from their ears, right? I really love how it's not... It's clearly blood is not actually coming out from EG's ears, but the fact that they get this description, it just shows, really highlights how how different Logomon is. Again, Logomon, I would say, and Logomon was never really cute per se. Uh, he was always very curt, a little bit demanding, and was always in kind of a leadership role, but he was still caring. He cared about the community, and now we have a, a cared about the team. And now we have an evolution where obviously he just seems to be out of control. That is a bit scary, right? And the fact that his war, his loud war, he was EG was almost certain blood would start trickling out of them any minute now. His ears. That's such a dark description. I personally just really enjoy it. We're going to come back to that later on as well with Kuchiman uh, when he gets injured. That a brief description, but I I, I have it highlighted. 
Um, what I also like about this quote is despite EG being a little bit excited because they've done it, right? Technically, they've made it. They've digivolved. They're at the ultimate level. EG is still self-aware that he's able to recognize that this was a mistake. Uh, the thing was going berserk his own Digimon. Even though Logomon digivolved, that wasn't the route that they were aiming for or the objective that they were going for. As Digimon digivolved, their specs got a boost, their attack, stamina, speed, and perception values all go up, and the process may also dramatically increase their processing speed. The processing isn't always smooth though. Errors can and do occur, like an insect failing to transform in its, in its chrysalis, or a vulnerable freshly mochic or freshly mochi Kardashian. <laughs> uh, Christian. Sorry, excuse me, I can't pronounce words sometimes. A freshly mochi crab, essentially. Kardashian. I feel like I'm standing too close to Kardashian, excuse me. I'm not doing that on purpose. I, I struggle with pronouncing words sometimes. Except when the Digimon fails to evolve, it can cause them to go berserk. Text stream down EG's monitor, error codes, endless streams of them. No! There's no such thing as success or failure with Digivolutions. Professor said so himself, so I take that back. But you lost control of your Digimon, E.G., Leon said. So it, what I appreciate about this passage is that it's a quick reminder to the reader what happens when one Digivolves. But there is a little bit of a uh, cool detail here. I love how the professor, because I would argue most Digimon properties, evolution or Digivolution, excuse me, I am more familiarized. Well, I, I did grow up with the dub, but I more recently watched the subs. So that's why I kind of flip-flop between the English-Japanese terms. Um, but in the animated shows, I would argue that evolution and Digivolution typically is not really explored. It's just something that the Digimon do in order to get more powerful. I love how we're getting a specific stance right here. The professor states that Digivolution is a neutral action. Uh, it does, it's not a bad or a good thing. And I actually really do like that that description. I think that's a really cool mature view, a, a mature view way of looking at evolution and Digivolution. I think it's quite easy to say, oh, well, Agumon turned into Skullgreymon. Obviously, that's a quote-unquote bad evolution. But like with evolution itself in the real world, there's typically a purpose why they turn into, why they evolve into that, right? And although it might seem negative, there might be a reason behind it. Uh, I might be looking too much into it because, again, <laughs> Digimon are animated programs and everything so forth. But I do like this 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 neutral perspective of Digivolution, how e uh, e Leon corrects himself. Leon states, um, You're, this was bad, uh, but then... It, it, it was a failure to devolution, but then at the end he states, oh, as I recall the professor saying, no, it wasn't a failure. Uh, it just didn't go the way it was supposed to, the way that EG was planning to, because they lost control. They being EG and Logomon. EG's senses were still online, so the creature hadn't lost consciousness or otherwise shut down. The mind leak was still active too, but EG couldn't communicate with it, either mentally or through the usual tools and interfaces. You dug your own grave, EG. Forcing it to digivolve like this, Leon's voice rose above the noise again. I forced Logomon to evolve, E.G. asked, stunned. We can consciously encourage digivolution over the mind link, but it's a double-edged sword. The Digimon is heavily influenced by its partner's consciousness when digivolved that way. Well, that explains it. I digivolve Logomon so we can defeat you. But why? At what cost? Then what? Why? 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 E.G., whether you acknowledge it or not, just look. Look at this misshapen, out of control, ultimate level Digimon. Uh, so really quickly, I do wish, again, I haven't really said this in a while because the translation has been quite uh, uh, great. Um, maybe not great, but it's been um, serviceable. But I do wish we could see the original for this portion. It's not, in the, it's not under any quotation marks, so I'm going to assume that this is EG questioning himself, but why? 
at what cost and what's why, why, why. That's verbatim from the narr uh, narration, uh, but again, there's no quotation marks implying that this is E.G. thinking to himself. So before we get into the quote itself, really quickly, let me just insert my opinion. So in the last part, I was really excited to seeing how um, determined uh, E.G. was at winning against Leon. He even had, he being E.G., had an entire plan to utilize the Tyrannomon, utilize Logomon, to turn into Logormon, and overwhelm Kuichimon, essentially. What I don't really like, so this is my first uh, qualm with the story that I have, but it's not a, it's not a big one. I do wish what occurred instead, instead of getting this dark digivolution right off the bat, and by the way, some, some of the viewers uh, caught that, good on you, I knew you didn't need to be more like you. <laughs> For whatever reason, maybe I was just being too optimistic, too positive, because I'm not going to lie, I am a big fan of EG, but I was really hoping that EG's evolution was going to be a success, but obviously because Kuchimon is too higher level, even if Logomon evolved, that would not have been enough. Uh, for EG to win um, and then after that because of EG's confidence now his determination turns into egotisticalness or uh, arrogance rather than just confidence that's what leads to hello Logramon oh hello Log <laughs> hell Logramon so let me just quickly reiterate it uh, let me reiterate it reiterate what I would have preferred instead is at, at the last part Logramon successfully evolved to where he was supposed to go but that still wasn't enough and EG, who became so excited by the fact that they succeeded, uh, that determination turned into arrogance, and that arrogance is what led into Hello Logramon. So essentially, maybe an additional part before we had this. Um, the only reason why I would have preferred that is just because um, I think it would have been really cool to see a positive uh, interpretation of being determined. I could see how EG, obviously his heart was not in the correct place. He wanted to defeat Leon, not for any noble uh, 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 conclusions or noble deeds. He wanted to defeat Leon just to make a point, which is actually expressed in this part. Uh, E.G. Uh, reviews that indeed he was jealous. But I think that's natural of most humans. All of us are going to have some amount of jealousy, but it's also a, a, a question of, well, how do we ignore that jealousy and continue with our own personal lives? So that, that's the only reason why I do wish that E.G. had succeeded at first, but then his... A determination turned into arrogance and then led into the dark digivolution with Hell Logramon. But with that being said, I'm still um, satisfied with the course of the story. I'm loving how EG's learning from this and what's coming from this as well. So I'm still happy with everything going on. So let's focus on the quote itself. Um, so I like how Leon is obviously uh, well-versed with Digimon enough that he recognizes what went wrong with his Digivolution. Well, he is a bit, well, maybe not rude, but maybe too blunt when he tells EG that this is your fault. You've dug your own grave. You forced Logomon to do this. Uh, but I think like EG, they both view Digimon as, well, as, 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 um, uh, sapient individuals. Thus, they don't want to place complete blame on the Digimon because in this instance, Logromon didn't just evolve on his own, he evolved because of EG's feelings, his emotions. And I appreciate how, how EG, how he recognizes that, well that explains it, I did evolve Logromon so we can defeat you, but then he's also thinking to himself, but why, at what cost? He recognizes, was this the correct way of doing so? Maybe 
it didn't go as planned. Again, just half, uh, uh, highlighting despite EG making this mistake, he is still kind of in control. He's trying to understand what went wrong and he's trying to fix the situation. Again, I'm just pointing this out just because of Bad Navco's description of EG being a dumb bunny. <laughs> Again, I think this is further evidence. Despite EG missing up, he's not messing up. He's not running away. It's not possible for him to run away, by the way, because obviously he's in the Digicore. But he's trying to do actions within the Digicore, right? He's not just freaking out. I recently watched Futurama. Uh, where, where the cast is on the, the ship, the Planet, Planet Express ship, and um, Bender says that he's not afraid, and then all of a sudden he starts freaking out on his seat, right? Ichi's not doing that, he's not freaking out, he's still trying to uh, regain control, right? Uh, but why? Why had this happened? The answer was obvious, and Lee had said it himself. Ichi voted to happen. This is my fault. He'd done it to win, he just wanted to win, even if that meant crushing Leon underfoot. He wanted to bring enough to win. He wanted to, he wanted to be strong enough to win. He had asked and he had received. Hell, Lorbermon would win. It might sacrifice the lives of others or its partner or itself, but it would win. Anything it could eat, it would crush underfoot. E.G. couldn't stop it as much as he wanted to. So again, that description at the end, it's a quite dark description. And I really love, I think we're only able to have this because we have an order cast and because it's being delivered, being delivered in the written format. Um, that is quite scary. Essentially, Hell Lorbermon is just a entity that wants to consume, consume, and that's all. And so there's nothing around it, right? That's actually quite scary to think about. I'm sure Skull Grandma maybe was the same as was Guillaume's Dark Digivolution, but we wouldn't know the audience because, well, uh, it was never expressed in the narration, right? In this instance, though, uh, it might just be Eiji's perspective, but this is how Eiji is feeling. And as the viewers, we're more than likely going to agree with that perspective. Uh, really cool. Um, let me make sure. And again, uh, the answer was obvious. And Leon said it himself. E.G. voted to happen. This is my fault. I love how the my is capitalized. Just again, really emphasizing how E.G. he is expressing remorse right here. And I think that's a big trick for uh, protagonists to have. What do they do with that remorse? Do they ignore it? Do they try to correct it? And in this instance, E.G. is recognizing that he has the remorse. And I do think that during the story... Uh, he's trying to correct it. That says a lot about him as an individual. I appreciate that. Leon analyzed the data on his monitor through the pain through the pain of the attack on Koisimon. Hell Logomon's got, got a virus attribute. Its instincts have to corrode and destroy. Seeing as it was no longer listening to its partner, it was likely to destroy any data that happened to land in front of it and continue to do so into it, just like a virus, with itself destroyed. I just don't understand. How could a mega-level Digimon like Koichimon get caught flat-footed by an ultimate? Was it all down to the sheer potential of EG's connection with his Digimon? Leon felt the first tinges of anxiety creep over him. An alarm went off, drawing uh, his attention. The alarm is the sea lion. I'm not going to read that portion. Uh, this is a smart quote, but what I like so much about it is even Leon is caught off guard. I would argue that up to this point in the story, it always seemed like Leon... Um, if not in control, he had a backup plan to get back uh, to being in control. But we're seeing that not only is Leon losing control, anxiety is starting to creep upon him. Again, really heightening the drasticness of this situation, really showing how Hell Lorgomon is a dangerous entity at this moment. If one is not careful, uh, well, as EG points it out, they're all going to be destroyed. And technically, that would be a quote unquote win. From Hell Lorbermon's perspective. Um, yeah. Consuming forward. 
The caution line and limit line as defined by Professor Ruzenji represented Meininger's biggest risk. E.G. and Leon had accepted that risk in order to have a chance at reaping the rewards. True hackers and code crackers weren't looking for peace of mind in the digital world in the first place. Anyone who did was a mark. <laughs> That's mean essentially uh, they're, they're being too optimistic and thus they're being targeted. Uh, naive essentially. And here they were putting their time, their lives in the line for a chance to stake their claim to something in the digital world. Leon, no matter how good of a hacker you are, you can't fire, excuse me, Leon, no matter how good of a hacker you are, you can't fire off a bunch of mega level attacks in addition to maintaining this electromagnetic, electromagnetic barrier, E.G. continued. He knew Leon was rapidly running out of time inside that mega Digimon and that uh, using any sort of attack would drastically reduce that time. Leon said nothing in response. I figured if I could drive you near the sea line, we'd be on equal footing for the first time. Then I could Digivolve Logomon and, well, then Logomon went berserk. E.G., I'm sorry, I did this to you. It's my fault. So again, what I like about this quote is it's highlighting E.G. taking responsibility. He's aware that the what occurred uh, is his fault. Um, I would say completely his fault because Logoman was obviously uh, willing to partake in the in the plan, but obviously Logoman had no control of E.G.'s emotions, so that was E.G.'s fault 100%. He should have kept his jealousy in control. Um, but again. I like how EG's taking responsibility and he's out, he's literally telling his what was his enemy a couple minutes ago. I'm sorry, I did this to you. It's my fault. Um, yeah, I, I just think that shows a lot of characterizations for EG and again makes him a stronger individual. Um, no, I just like the, the re reiteration of EG's plan. I figured if I could drive you to the sea line, we'll be on equal footing for the first time. Then I could digivolve Logramon and well, then Logramon went berserk. Everything is just falling apart, unfortunately. E.G. wanted to win, even if that meant trampling Leon underfoot. Professor originally will originally would finally see that he was better than Leon. Those who have nothing need a dream, a goal that drives. Those who have nothing need a dream, a goal that drives them. They long to carve out a space on the invasive plant that was a tree of freedom has allowed to. They long to carve out a space on the invasive plant that the tree of freedom has allowed to flourish. They want to stop fighting to simply survive. They want to be. A, they want to. They, they long to be, excuse me, they long to be free of a life in which they cannot see beyond today. I don't know why I was struggling with that. E.G. didn't want pity. He didn't want help. He just wanted to be able to support himself as a code cracker. He began to equate the removal of his jealousy for Leon with the removal of Leon himself. If Leon could just get away, it all, it all happened unconsciously, but somewhere deep inside, if Leon could just go away, it all happened unconsciously, but somewhere deep down, E.G. had been aware of it every step of the way. The flames of jealousy consumed him, and now the fangs of his own insecurity were buried in the flesh of his perceived enemy. He basked in the blood that flooded down upon him. Ichi saw himself as if he were looking in a mirror. Ready or not, this wild hell Logoman was about to make his wish come true, a wish whose implications he had admittedly not thought through, the wish being to win. So again, this whole passage, dare I say, I'm being dramatic, but I think it's really quite beautiful. Uh, and a macabre kind of way, macabre kind of way, a dark kind of way, because obviously they're in a situation that one does not want to be in, but E.G., through his self-reflection, he's recognizing why they came to this uh, current situation, and he recognizes that it was his fault, and he also recognizes that he was aware of his emotions. As much as he wants to pretend that he wasn't aware that he was jealous, he was aware about that. All of this is Really great evidence as to why Professor Rizenji wants to work with E.G. Despite E.G. making this mistake, I'm, it wouldn't doubt me when the next time the professor comes back, he's going to tell E.G. it was just one error. 
But Logomon's probably going to be back as well. And he's going to say, look, Logomon's back with you and he's still hanging out with you. It was an error that you overcame. Uh, you stumbled, but you corrected yourself and you're moving forward. I might be wrong about that. I'm hoping that I'm not, that the professor's not going to just ditch EG and Logomon. Or worse yet, take away the linker strap and separate Logomon from EG. Uh, but all of this just really shows how strong and how much... Um, growth that EG is willing to do. He's still growing and he wants to continue to grow and I really appreciate that in any kind of protagonist be it in the written format of watching it on television, a movie, or playing the protagonist. Uh, that's something that I think all of us uh, uh, can emulate hopefully uh, when things go incorrect in our own lives, right? We shouldn't just be remorseful and hide away we should be remorseful, but ask, ask, ask ourselves, Futurama, right? Ask. <laughs> uh, in the future, they apparently say ask versus ask. It's a running joke in Futurama. But again, when we have remorse, we should ask ourselves, uh, what went wrong? How can we remedy that presently and also for the future so it won't go that way again? In other words, uh, self-growth, self-reflection. And I, I especially like that last part. The last few paragraphs, the flames of jealousy consumed DG, and now the fangs of his own insecurity were buried in the flesh of his perceived enemy. He basked in the blood that flowed down upon him. EG saw himself as if he were looking in a mirror. Ready or not, this wild hell logomon was about to make his own wish come true, a wish whose implications he had immediately not thought through. Uh, really dark, but also beautiful in its own kind of way because EG's learning something about himself. <laughs> We got judged right where we wanted him, and I forced you to Digivolve. I'm sorry, buddy. Hell Logomon's power was undeniable. They overwhelmed Omega Digimon in their ultimate form. Of course, this came at the cost of EG turning them into monstrosities. Still, both of them had to win here. EG stood to lose so much more if they didn't, and yet EG felt the urge to fight evaporate. Focus, EG. Your willpower is all that can, your willpower is all that can stop this beast's rampage. It's still your partner, Digimon. Leon shouted. Snapping EG back to reality. I'm trying, I'm trying, but it's not. The sounds of the various errors popping up inside the Digicore cut EG off as he tried everything he could to restore his connection with Hell Logomon. Command not found. I can't hear them. I can't hear my buddies, my Digimon's voice. Ugh. Uh, the ugh is actually from Leon, not EG. I should have stopped before the ugh, excuse me, because <laughs> I actually really do like this passage. I think it was a great partner to the previous passage. So here we see a little bit of EG starting to give up a bit, but I would argue that he's not giving up because he wants to give up. He's giving up because of the situation at hand. It really feels like it's hopeless. And at this point, EG has been trying to remedy the situation, but nothing is helping, right? So I think we could cut EG a little bit of slack and starting to feel like he doesn't want to fight anymore. I would argue that he's becoming emotionally um, um, tired. And that's understandable. Uh, despite that, though, I've, there's two evidence to suggest that he does want to fight. Uh, for example, EG stood to lose so much more if they didn't. If they didn't win, and yet EG felt the urge to fight evaporate. And what I love about this so much is that when they say to win, they're no longer just talking about winning against Leon to win, Leon and Kuichimon, but rather winning in order to save Hell Logomon. Because if Hell Logomon ends up defeating everyone, then... Even though Hologamon has quote-unquote won, everyone else has lost. Hologamon is not in control of his own emotions, and he's going to lose his partner and also kill Leon and kill... Uh, well, Postman will go back to a Digitama, but one knows what I mean, though, he'll be killing, essentially. And EG does not want that, so the best way to prevent that is to win. To beat Leon and do one's best, uh, beat Leon so then Leon is still alive, control 
Helogamachi doesn't kill Leon, kill Kurichimon, and EG watches to be within the Digicore and help to relax, calm Helogamon. Again, if Leon is, uh, if EG is gone, calming Helogamon, that will no longer be an option whatsoever. Yet despite that, Ichi felt the urge to fight evaporate, and that's because he's emotionally tired. He recognizes that Hologamon is who he is because of Ichi's emotions. But despite that, it wasn't purposeful. It was subconscious. Uh, Ichi, although he may be unaware of his jealousy, did not want his jealousy to impact Logomon the way that it has, right? Uh, so I really do like that portion. Then Leon, how he's encouraging um, Ichi to continue fighting. Again, just highlighting how they are still friends or at least friendly with one another, despite everything going on, right? Leon could be, how dare you, EG, look what your Digimon has done to mine. He's killing Kuwichimon, right? Get out of there, Leon. Run, you're out of time, EG screamed. The will to fight was gone. I'm not giving up until you swear to me you'll, code crack you, you'll quit code cracking. I'm going to save you no matter what it takes. The hell? EG was baffled. Why was Leon so committed to this? Why was he so fixated on Ichi's code cracking? They were close friends, sure, but they hadn't been in elementary school for ages. They'd forgotten about each other until they bumped into one another on the X-Nation server. They didn't even hang out that much in the real world. If it weren't for Professor Ruzinji and the Digimon, their paths might never have crossed again. Why? Why can't you let it go? Ichi asked. Leon was quiet. I know you've got a reason. He expected Leon would say he had to protect Professor Ruzinji's uh, reputation again, but there was no reason to make EG specifically to give up code cracking. As a hacker, all Leon had to do was ensure the code crackers were destroyed. Kill them all. If EG was gone, then WW Flight, WWW Flight 626. What? The flight that took EG's parrots from him. There's more to the story. It's earth shattering, EG. Leon began to force. Leon began to say before a grating, high-pitched uh, squeal cut him off. Um, so right here, we're getting some more uh, background into Leon. Uh, he, Eiji's encouraging him to just go off. At this point, um, Kuachimon is free from Hell Logomon, but Leon is making the choice to stay. Why? Because he wants to help Eiji. He wants to help Eiji because he wants to reveal more information. Um, I think we need to continue reading the further quotes before I could go more into this. But I think this is textual evidence to show that, again, Leon is a good individual. Although he might be stubborn, right? One could say, damn, Leon, you're still not giving up this whole code cracking business. We're not discovering that there's, emo that there's an emotional connection as to why. Why does Leon want EG to stop code cracking? Well, as it turns out, it's because it has some relation to the uh, WWW flight 626. I also like how they're both aware how, well, we, we didn't really hang out in the real world. The only reason why we're close is because the professor and Digimon. I feel like that's reminiscent of real relationships in the real world. Um, when one is young, it's easy to be friends, just to be friends. But as one gets older, one recognizes that, well, even if you're not hanging out 24-7 or communicating 24-7, there's certain aspects that makes one uh, someone else is their friend. Or has them be in a, uh, a friendly relationship, right? <laughs> so I do appreciate that as well. Uh, let's keep on going. I also do like how EG, the fact that he's saying, get out of here, Leon, run. You're out of time. Uh, he recognizes that uh, he still wants to protect Leon. He recognizes that this is EG's fault. If anyone has to suffer for the uh, consequences of it, it shouldn't be e uh, Leon. It should be EG. Uh, so Kuchimon stood motionless, tending to, its, to his grievous wounds. The textures destroyed by Hologomon's bite were bleeding, blood-filled, 
with static noise, it flowed down Kurijimon's body, dripping off its armor and pulling on the ground below. So <laughs> I don't mean to sound uh, like I enjoy violence, but as an individual who has read multiple stories, who has consumed stories through games and movies and everything like that, this description is, I think, very awesome to mature Digimon. Again, we've seen other Digimon attack. Well, uh, in the anime, we've seen Digimon attack one another. I haven't seen Ghost Game yet. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we've ever seen Digimon quote-unquote bleeding. We've seen them with static, implying that it's blood. But the way that it's described right here, <laughs> it sounds like it's one for one. Kind of like an ooze. If anyone has ever played Destiny 2, kind of reminds me of the Vex, the Vix Milk. Uh, organic, but it's still technically uh, uh, technical. right? That's what it kind of reminds me of. It flowed down Koichi's body. What flowed down? Uh, 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 um, textures destroyed by Hologramon's bite. Uh, were, uh, were bleeding blood filled with static noise and flowed down Kuichimon's body dripping off its armor. The use of the word dripping, its armor and pooling on the ground below. I don't think we've ever gotten a description of a wounded Digimon like this before in the past. This excites me not because I enjoy violence, but rather I think this really shows that Bandai Namco is serious about taking the story in more mature routes. It probably won't go as dark as I'm hoping it will go, but so far with this one part, there's been two instances where I would argue it's much darker as compared to the past. And I think it's only able to do this because of its medium, uh, because of its written format, which maybe I'm being biased, but I really do appreciate. I really am enjoying. If Leon was telling the truth, what would EG have done had he known during the attack on the X-Nation server? Digimon was still tools, so he probably would have followed orders and collected Messengermon, the Digimon that destroyed his life. Now, EG's discovering that it was Messengermon's fault that the crash uh, had occurred. I put, this is Leon now, I put the pieces together and we were talking at the cafe, cafe. I didn't know your parents were on that flight. I didn't look closely at the passenger manifest. I'm sorry, Leon said. Why are you apologizing? EG said, puzzled. It didn't have anything to do with Leon, did it? There was a fierce battle being there was a fierce battle being waged on the network while the flight was in the air. While the flight was in the air, the U.S. Army Cyber Counter Terrorism Unit was working to prevent the terrorist code cracking team from downing the flight. You're serious? See, the United States Army had its own version of Japan's Digipolice. Not stopping that accident, that terrorist attack is my biggest regret. It hurts me to think about it even now, but I won't ever forget it. So I had to confront it and overcome it. I was at the scene of a terrorist attack, EG, working to prevent it as a hacker. Leon was in high school. He fought a group of terrorists alongside a group of hacker cops trying to stop a Digimon committing an act of cyber welfare. That wasn't the scene of a terrorist attack, it was a war zone. He just learned how to mind link under, under his own power and he was hoping to stop what was happening. He couldn't keep up with the superior team of cold crackers he was up against. The terrorists broke through the army's line of defenses and completed the mission. The rest was history. WWW Flight 626 crashed into the Pacific, killing everyone aboard. I couldn't save your parents, even though I had a chance, Leon said mournfully. Why? I still don't understand why you apologize. Because you were my best friend, E.G. Leon always said what he meant. He was honest to a fault. So now we're discovering why Leon is taking such a personal interest in E.G.'s code cracking um, abilities. From Leon's perspective, he failed. He's discovered he he's failed a mission. He discovers that there was personal connections to that mission, and now he's discovering that uh, the whole reason why the mission occurred in the first place was due to code crackers. And now Leon's discovering that E.G. is code cracking. I think now we could see why Leon's stubbornness, uh, why he was so 
uh, uh, forthcoming and so adamant about stopping EG from code cracking because code cracking is what led to the uh, to his parents' death. Um, and this is expressed in this part, but also in the previous part though. Despite that information, I think if EG was aware about that, he was still not he would still go into code cracking. He wouldn't let that information stop him. Why? Well, because again, he mentioned this in this part, but it was already brought up in the previous part. Uh, Leon is generalizing. Code cracking caused the, uh, the destruction of Fight 626, but on the same side, code cracking was also attempting to save a Digimon being abused by a nation to cause cyber terrorism. We still don't know the full story. We don't know what the SOC was planning on doing with the Machine Jumon, um, but code crack all code crackers commit illicit activities but all code crackers are not evil individuals right hopefully that makes sense i would not say that eg is a bad individual he's code cracking well we know why because he wants to change the world society but also he wants to support himself but doing doing so in such a way that um he could still uphold his own morals uh, so even though we're finally discovering Le uh, leon's perspective uh, we understand that stubbornness could be uh, alleviated a little bit he is still being stubborn because he's so adamant that all code crackers are quote-unquote bad or evil uh, but all of this i think I, I really did appreciate this passage as well i loved how it uh well i ended it here the leon always say what he meant he was honest to a fault so again uh why did leon view eg as his best friend even though eg felt like well we didn't really hang out well it's because leon was an introvert so the act of leon re uh, uh, reaching out and speaking with eg just that act alone for Leon was enough, uh, uh, for Leon to do was an introvert that was more than he was probably used to doing. And so I would argue that EG seems to be a little bit more extroverted than introverted compared to Leon. And so that's why Leon is able to say that EG was his best friend because he was choosing to reach out to uh, EG and EG re reciprocated, right? A really lovely passage. I do like it. I also like uh, going back to it really quickly how EG is responsible. Had he known this information, would he have still followed orders? Yes, he would have. He's not going to blame Masinjermon. Uh, Digimon was through tools, so he probably would have followed orders and collected Masinjermon. He was aware that it was the X Nation. And again, that Digimon, that, that Masinjermon was obviously being forced to commit its actions. Very small uh, sentence, but again, very telling of EG's character. I really love it. You didn't kill them. That messed up dictator from the X Nation and his team of terrorist code crackers did. EG hadn't changed his mind. EG had no reason to be mad at Leon for the death of his parents. So why did he feel the need to apologize? I'm going to stop right there really quickly. I think that's a really interesting line. So why did he feel the need to apologize? I believe that implies that EG did harbor some negative feelings toward Leon. So even though consciously he's saying you don't have to apologize subconsciously, he doesn't really feel like that. Does that mean that EG is not being honest? No, not necessarily. Uh, the unconscious versus the conscious. Uh, um, the unconscious typically harbors more um, base emotions. That's why it's important to be aware of it. The fact that consciously EG is able to say you don't have to apologize, it's because he's aware and he truly means that. But his emotional side uh, uh, wants to say, well, you could have saved my parents. What the hell, man? But his conscious side is aware of how irrational that line of thought would be, right? It's not as if, it's not as if Leon wasn't trying. I'm sure he was trying at that time. Uh, it was just an accident that he was not in control. All of this occurred in the first place because of the X Nation, right? So I just find that line really interesting to place right there. So why did he feel the need to apologize? Or maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe when he says, why did EG... Maybe the he right here is referring to Leon. 
So why did Leon feel the need to apologize? Ah, oh, well, anyways, continuing forward. This is why it's important to make sure the pronoun is clear. E.G., I didn't change his mind. E.G., I don't reason to be mad at Leon for the death of his parents. Yeah, the his is referring to E.G. So about a he, oh man. What was, if it's referring to E.G., the he, I stand by what I said. If it's referring to Leon, uh, I don't, I think, so if it's saying instead, so why did Leon feel the need to apologize? I don't think E.G. is taking into account again, um, uh, Leon's introvertedness. It may seem like they didn't hang out on the outside, uh, outside of school, outside of the internet, but for Leon, that was probably more uh, than he typically did that with other individuals. But it's my responsibility as a hacker to uphold justice on the network, Leon said. If you continue down this path as a code cracker, you'll be caught up in a Flight 626 situation of your own someday. You might be even the one committing the act of terror itself. Quit treating code crackers like we're all the same. I wouldn't do that. Are you sure? You re you've already helped the SOC attack the X Nation servers, and now you're letting your Digimon run amok. Whether he intended to, whether he intended to or not, Eiji started to see a path where he would eventually do as Leon said. He was quickly running out of counter arguments. I would break the cycle of pain and anguish created by the Digimon crimes you and yours commit. That's why I became a hacker to fight for justice. To put it in Eiji terms, this is my life, my livelihood. I can't let you destroy it. I'm going to save you instead. So. Um, I think Leon definitely does bring up good points, but I think what EG needs to keep in mind. Oh, sorry, that was my cat. <laughs> no, my dog, she was playing with so I don't know if you heard that. But Leon, uh, what he says, po pointing out. Excuse me, sorry about that. Uh, I just recently installed Ring, and so uh, uh, my dog is barking because there's someone at the door, but they're friendly, so everything's a okay. Sorry about that. Excuse me. Thank you for your patience. I do appreciate it. Um, that was by accident. Anyways, what was I saying? Um, I think what EG's not keeping in mind is that he did have a plan to follow, how the plan had gone through. Uh, there'll be no negative issues working with the SOC. Again, the SOC, so far, their plans have not been proven to be... Uh, they are illicit, but illicit in a way to help other people. The last mission, Operation Infinity, was to save Machine Jumon to stop X Nation from committing more cyber crimes. My point is that the SOC has not shown to be... A, uh, a force who commits uh, cyber terrorism themselves. They seem so far to help prevent it. That might change as the story continues. So this whole course of action where Logomon has evolved into Hell Logomon, it wasn't because of the plan. It wasn't because of EG working with the SOC. It was because unfortunately EG allowed his jealousy to get the best of him. In other words, what I'm saying is if EG was a little bit more emotionally mature, none of this would have happened. More than likely, uh, for <laughs> to use Digimon terms, um, Ryu from Tamers. If this was Ryu instead of EG, I think the plan would have been A-OK. -okay. It would have gone off perfectly, right? Why? Because Ryu, I would argue, is a little bit more emotionally mature. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, hopefully that analogy makes sense. So one point is, although Leon is making great points, he's not taking into account that this was a miss, uh, 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 this was an, uh, not part of the plan. Hell, Logomon was an uh, unfortunate side effect of Leon, I'm excuse me, of Leon, excuse me, of EG not being in control of his own emotions, not because of the plan itself. So hopefully that makes sense. So I do like how EG is still defending himself, but we're seeing that uh, uh, for EG, Leon's points of view is starting to uh, go through, right? We're at the last quote, and after this, I'm gonna go check out what my dog is barking at. <laughs> Everything's fine though, I'm sure. The barrier shattered to reveal a massive hole, a vortex. The yawning wireframe chasm looked like a gigantic, a gigantic black hole. Kuchimon's barrier had kept them completely unaware of the vortex forming right next to them. And now they were right on top of the latest vortex to spawn 
from this well-known uh, well-known hotbed of vortex activity. Because we must figure that's for EG. He chose that battlefield. The yawning from the last part. The yawning wildframe chasm looked like a gigantic black hole. Kuchimon's barrier had kept them completely unaware of the vortex forming right next to them. Oh, excuse me. I really read this. Sorry about that. EG uh, heard Marvin's warning echo in his head. Never approach a vortex. EG had no real frame. A reference for how big this one was compared to the others, but it had to be at least as big as a soccer stadium. I'm not gonna lie, I only started reading from the beginning because of that description itself. Again, as someone who likes horror, horror uh, as big as a soccer stadium, that's really big. Uh, I, I could hardly imagine that. It would be quite scary, in my opinion, quite frightening to witness. It moved slowly, spinning as it went, sucking up any and all data in its path, including the junk data that formed the island beneath them. Something began to emerge from the depths. A defender manifested from the deep. Mega-type Holy Knight attribute vaccine. It is known as a Holy Knight, a guardian deity, one of the 13 royal knights of Yggdrasil, and many other titles. Though it had no wings, it looked like an angel adorned in battle armor. Royal Knight Omega Mon, E.G. and Leon exclaimed. It was humanoid in form, and on its right arm sat the Supreme Canyon. Canyon capable of freezing stars with a beam fired at absolute zero. On his left arm sat the transcendent sword, a peerless blade with which it was now inscribing system level code for the digital world. Delete all. And that's where part 11 ends. So what a way to end part 11. I'm not sure if this is the ending of chapter two. We might have one more part to kind of serve as an epilogue of sorts before we end chapter two. But this part really was jam-packed with so much. Jam-packed with story, in my opinion. We're definitely moving the story along forward. I don't know where we're going to go after this. But also with characterization, uh, despite a lot of fighting happened, we got some uh, first-hand view of Ichi's perspective and Leon's perspective. And again, I think that does so much for the characterization. It makes the reader uh, connect with Leon and EG a lot more. I am still loving the relationship between EG and Leon. And I'm hoping that they're still going to remain friends after this. And they'll mend their uh, friendship as they continue forward from this part. Uh, Leon obviously still cares about EG as a friend because he wants to save EG from his code cracking. But I would argue that EG is not going to stop code cracking. Uh, even when Hell Logomon turns back into Logomon, EG is going to continue forward. I'm also really am looking forward to the interaction with the professor and what the professor is going to say. And then lastly, but certainly not least, this interaction with Omegomon. Where is this going to go? So far in Digimon property, Igushou's really been... I really know him just primarily from Adventure Try, so minor spoilers. Uh, but Adventure Try, Igushou was more of a neutral entity, always in the uh, Digimon side rather than the human side. It was always for the defense of Digimon, and they kept Digimon first and foremost. Essentially, Digimon's super messy. <laughs> uh, so we're going to see that remains to be true uh, in this iteration of the digital world and Seekers. Or maybe if Igusho will be given a little bit more than he typically has before in the past. Um, my question for you is, do you have a favorite Royal Knight? Uh, personally, for me, I'm, I'm, I am being biased. My, I, it will have to be tied between Omegamon and Dukemon or Gallantmon. They're both very cool. Anyways, thank you so much for watching. I do appreciate it. Um, looking forward to what 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 more what else we have in store for the Digimon Seekers. I'm so happy that Digimon Seekers ex exists in the first place. Have a prodigious day and take care, everyone. My cat says, uh, "Have a prodigious day as well." And once I check what's going on with my dog, I'm sure she'll have the same thing to say. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Take care.